Magneto Funky, number 161. It's Monday, May 4th, 2020. Hey, Larry here. Yeah, it's two weeks later. Uh, The lockdown is extended to take away the rest of the spring, but I refuse to be a face mask fashion plate while getting a little lab work done. Yeah, I cut a sleeve off a t-shirt, and no, I'm not putting any agendas on it to wear. Uh, The music this time out is a showcase of new and recent releases from artists on the net-labeled Bumpfoot, based in Japan. Instead of chill out, I selected a few alternate takes on dance, jazz, and noise with a harder beat. Thank you. 
Okay, that was Chico Mendez by In Vitro from the EP Agua Noche, uh, the first released this year by Bumfoot. Let's see, since 2006, In Vitro's original music mixes and remixes oriented to daydreams and introspection have graced several labels and net labels around the world directly from his Mexico hangout. Nice. Okay, this is a laid-back and often explicit, but your ass, sometimes weekly international pod zine of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics with a focus on energy independence for the 99%. My pod page is 1223studios.com slash mfunky.h and my Twitter is at magnetofunky. Well, back to the old drawing board. Okay, in grid theory, as the lockdown, which is working, continues here in San Francisco, the lab is still doing baby steps. Uh, anyway, picking up right after the last show, the steel wheels for the cart came in and it went to the Ace Hardware store over in Haight-Ashbury. And while there, I checked out their electronics. They actually had some. And I picked up a 15-amp single-pole double-throw on-off-on toggle switch for the mobile power plant. Now, normally, that required a Berkeley store run or ordering the damn thing online for three times the cost. So, nice. Now that the control module can be assembled, the rest of the system is on deck. Uh, first, my 12-volt, 22-amp-hour wheelchair batteries. And that's what people use. Uh, I'm going with a standard brand, the Universal Power Group 12220, sold under Apex and a few other names. Uh, the two batteries together weighs a total of 27 pounds. Okay, no big deal. Now, the main solar panel I'm going with is, I think I've mentioned before, a 50-watt flexible hiker backpacker type with grommets on the corners, something I could attach to the cart. Uh, it will charge a 22-amp-hour battery from 50% to full in about four hours of full sun. So conceivably, I could use the laptop a couple hours each night for a couple of nights in between charges. Now, that's just for the laptop or any other appliances I will be using at camp at night. And while riding in the California sun, I need separate solar power to charge a smartphone or a tablet while the thing is running. I mean, I'm going to be using Google Maps uh, and any other bike touring GPS app to stay on my route, take pics, and to post to whatever social media platform I'm going to be using to make sure at least somebody knows where I'm at at all times in real time. Uh, anyway, that charger would be a separate 10-watt, 5-volt folding unit. And that's something you could also hang off a backpack. And this one I could attach to the handlebars setup. Or... You could use a more compact solar power bank, which is really just an external battery with a solar panel on it, 
and those come in pretty handy. Now, the last piece of the mobile system would be the 200 to 300 watt boost buck converter that would double my portable power. To sidestep China, I've started looking at Taiwan and Hong Kong only online stores. Uh, I still haven't found, though, the damn doohickey that's currently being sold on eBay from Shenzhen. Uh, anyway, in a bit, more Bike Lab. Alright, so back to the stage. Continuing the Bumpfoot Net Label Sampler with Corrupt System by EE7A, pronounced EZA. Oh, a.k.a. Clayton Brooks, who may be in the Portland, Oregon area or may not. Uh, his underground dance music, Alternate Take, was recorded direct in one take from the stereo output of a battle-ready Mackie mixer. <laughs> uh, the album is Tracers, released November 
Okay, next up is a little Brazilian psychedelic jazz. Mae de Agua. I know I'm butchering that. Or Bossa Exploitation by Lavora from the album Aizan, uh, released around Thanksgiving last year. The band was formed in 2003, and this piece refers to the anthropophagic research involving African music that came from impromptu sessions that the group held between 2017 and 2018.
Okay, uh, wrapping up with a little alt noise. Mess Around by Nilish from Wolverhampton, UK, who's been DJing since 1995 and started producing in 98. This is from the 2016 album Gladio that has reflections on the abrasive nature of today's political climate around the world. Oh, by the way, Gladio refers to Operation Gladio, part of a post-World War II program set up by the CIA and NATO, supposedly to thwart future Soviet communist invasions or influence in Italy and Western Europe. But in fact, it became a state-sponsored right-wing terrorist network involved in false flag operations and the subversion of democracy. Otherwise, just another day of business.
Hey, geek notes. Okay, still no mass protest events, even as the poisoned AstroTurf anti-lockdown domestic terror assaults are released on cue against Democratic governors spouting the bullshit position that spreading the virus is a rugged individualist frontier patriotic issue somewhere between the First and Second Amendment. Yeah, just more very fine people itching for another goddamn civil war. You know what? GFY. If you demand that your right to be serviced is more important than the life of the person serving you or their family, that is what makes you a Corona Nazi. And them congregating outside the state houses in Sacramento, Springfield, and Lansing, they do look an awful lot like the Lone Wolf Battalion doing a meetup. And you know, these asswipes, when they get sick, say around Memorial Day, they will push to the front of the line at the hospital demanding immediate treatment they actively deny others from the very people they've been threatening before and make it snappy. You know, all you domestic terrorists should be on the damn herd immunity list. And when your privileged sick ass shows up, you get what some black folks in red state hospitals get. Some aspirin and sent home. Oh, what about President Shithole? What about him? The tensions with China? Uh, doesn't he have like a $200 million personal IOU to China that's about due? Oh, what about Biden? Oh, the scandal? <laughs> yeah, the Tara Reid affair is a hot air balloon badly leaking while the corporate media is pumping hard to keep it going. And besides, whoever the Democratic nominee is, I'm voting to send P. Grabby's ass to jail. Because by now it's pretty clear to everybody that as a criminal organization running the country, the Crips and the Bloods could do a better damn job than President Shithole. For that matter, the gangs running the Dominican Republic, Honduras, or El Salvador could do a better damn job than these orange assholes. Anyway, uh, for the duration, if you have promos, pluggers, gig info, an art opening, etc., send me an email, and I may add it to my Twitter feed. Uh, the address is mfunkyzine at gmail.com. Transfer complete. Okay, in grid practice. Yeah, going right back to after the last show, uh, back at the Hate Ashbury Ace Hardware Store, which needs another trip or two just to see just what kind of electronic stuff they have. And since this part is Bike Lab, I can add the store to my ride training to the park when I'm not pulling the trailer. Anyway, Ace Hardware says that the replacement steel and rubber wheels 
have a 150-pound carrying capacity. And yeah, that's enough to make the granny cart a for-real bike cargo trailer. Uh, after installing the new wheels, I checked the old plastic spoke wheels with the magnet again and discovered that there is a metal something in that plastic, but the spokes are thinner and the magnetic pull is much weaker than the actual steel spokes. Uh, the side welds on the rims, however, are much sloppier than the cheap wheels, even though those new rims are thicker, meaning I might want to buy another pair of steel wheels before I actually do the walkabout. Uh, at any rate, I'm keeping the tires from the cheap wheels as spares. Nothing wrong with them. Back at my local hardware store, uh, they finally restocked the eye bolts I was looking at. So I got a shorty for the rear rack mount that allows that rack bag to just fit a little bit more. Uh, the handlebar extension bracket came in and as expected that carbon fiber bar was barely six inches but half inch PVC pipe fits just fine. I cut a nine inch piece wrapped it in one layer of duct tape for bite and the brackets themselves they only extend like two and a half inches I was hoping for three anyway after a few wraps of tape on the bars I mean the actual handlebars the bracket is mounted and it's not moving and now that's ready to test uh, meanwhile I'm done looking at all the expensive and fussy ass tents and decided to DIY a custom shelter. Uh, thing is, the open cart, when standing against the bike, has the handrail almost even with the handlebars and the seat, forming like a ridge line for a tarp tent. Uh, one bike touring video even showed a guy, he staked out an eight by 10 foot rain tarp over his bike and he had enough room to sit and chill waiting out the rain. With my bike and cart holding the back end up, a larger tarp would provide enough sleep space. I mean, that should cover rain, it should cover security, because I do not like the idea of locking up the bike outside the tent where I can't see it. So for the basic design, I'm modifying an old school Baker tent as in early 1900s campfire tent or baker's tent that was essentially an open face but the fire in front of it with the little porch awning over it it kept you warm now my design stays low uh, three and a half to four feet high bivy style using my graph paper to make proportional size tarps of say 12 feet wide by 12, 14, 16 feet long, uh, I saw that I could fold that up into a six foot long shelter that gave anywhere from two and a half to four feet wide sleep space, in addition to three feet of space in the back for the bike and the cart. With a nine by 12 foot drop cloth and a cardboard tent jig, I played with how to set up the thing to cut and fold it when I need to fold it into a five-sided box cover. 
after more scale models, I settled on 14 by 16 feet. If I just make four cuts at the end, I can fold this into a box that's six feet by eight feet, four feet high. That gives me up to five feet of sleep space inside. So right now, in addition to uh, solar panel, batteries, I'm looking for a forest green, brown, or a camo tarp. And once I get that, I can start testing the bike bivy in the park. Okay, for this week's One More Tune, we close out with one last alternative dance take. Reborn Bee by Raj, uh, a cat from the Dominican Republic, now based out of New York City, who began cutting tracks in 2008 and was getting into the deep house rave techno scene in Detroit, Germany, and across the globe. Uh, this EP, Reborn, was released in December last year. The concept of the album is bringing some trance and atmospheric elements to the dance floor. Nice.
well. Okay. Hey, this show is a 1223 Studios joint. I'm on Internet Archive, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, Player FM, Listen Notes, Podknife, and Mixcloud. Show notes are on the pod pages. Send email to mfunkyzine at gmail.com. If you like the show, hey, tell your friends, subscribe. And I don't know about you, but I won't touch an October surprise COVID vaccine with the Trump name on it with a goddamn 10-foot pole. Show themes, Rocket Power and Spyglass by New York musician and composer Kevin McClough. Some additional audio from freesound.org. The next episode is set for maybe Friday, uh, May 22nd. I'm going right. I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill at my garret in the mission. And this is Magneto Funky from San Francisco, where we go through, not into, the darkness.